message you're about listening to is a sermon by Bishop George Ajiman, the General Overseer of Winnish Chapel, Ghana. Be encouraged, inspired, and uplifted as he brings the word of life to your spirit and soul. Now, a continuation of the previous message. Okay, now let's go in. He now sees me as, again, again, I told you, today's message will either reprove or correct or instruct. So you see the reason why God in Malachi chapter 3 verse 8 said, will a man rob God? Yet you have robbed me. What basis does God have? The basis he has is that the tithe belongs to God. Now, government is not like God. Government doesn't trust you. Even though part of your salary is supposed to be government's money. But you see, government doesn't trust you. So he has put a system in place that before the money reaches your hand, he has taken his own. True or false? He doesn't trust you at all. It doesn't matter how good you are. You say you are a philanthropist. It's a lie. Government doesn't trust you one bit. Before the money hits your account, he has taken his own. No wahala. No trouble. If you are a good man, be good. But you let me take my own first. Not so with God. God has brought you into the kingdom by the purchase, purchased you into the kingdom with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. God deals on trust. The most chunkiest part of love is trust. Some homes are shaking and shaking because there is no trust. And I tell you the truth. Government doesn't trust you. I'm telling you. You think government trusts you? Hi-yay. It is only after you have paid tax that he will now. <laughs> Come, let's shake hand. Because he has collected his own. But God trusts you. And he says that income that has come to you, it is because of me that, I get, that you had it. But the tenth part belongs to me. So when you have received it, you return the tenth part to me. I trust you. <laughs> Amen. All right. Why didn't God do like the government? In fact, some people, they won't mind if you take it away from their salary and take the rest. They, they won't mind. At least what is in my hand is what I know is in my hand. No, but God doesn't operate like that. No. God wants you to walk consciously with him, not when you are drugged. No. Bringing the tithe. Listen, write this one. Bringing the tithe is a proof of your belonging to the kingdom of God. So, periodically... You renew your membership. 
in the kingdom of God. Periodically or financially, you renew your membership in the kingdom of God. Bringing the tithe is a proof that you are a child in the kingdom of God. That's number one. Number two, bringing the tithe is a test. First, it is a proof. Second, it is a test of your commitment in the kingdom. If you don't belong to the kingdom, you will not partake of the blessings that are in that plan. So God wants to be sure that your membership is current. God wants to be sure that your heart is in this program. And so he says, bring the tithe. When you bring the tithe, you prove that you belong to the kingdom of God. When you bring the tithe, it is a show of your commitment to the kingdom and its principles. That is why God does not do it as the government does it. Because God wants to walk with you. God wants you to be with him. God wants you to know what is happening. You are not a robot. Because God is not a robot. Many of you, if government had said, I'm paying you the money, go and pay your tax. Why are you laughing? Because you know you. True or false? Honestly, if government has said, as we have paid you your salary, go and pay your tax. <laughs> How many of you will go? How many of you will go? You know the theory, the history, the theory, the science, the anthropography, the sociology of who is government? Eh? You will so talk and conclude that, in fact, I am, I am government. So if I chop my tax, is it not government? <laughs> so you see why God says, his children have robbed him. The payment of tithe has some undertones. Number one, it is a proof that you belong to the kingdom of God. So many people are sitting here, but they don't belong. As far as the financial plan of God, not the salvation plan, as far as the financial plan of God is concerned, there are so many people sitting here, but they don't go near it at all. It doesn't matter that they are praying. You get the point. They are praying, but their names are not there. So every day, as you open your mouth and pray, the angel goes to take the book of the covenant, the prosperity covenant. He said, but this person is praying. What is his name? Johnson Kofi Adu. Ah, come on. You have spectacles. Bring I have gone over this list. Uh, I don't see. But look at him. He is zealously, fervently praying and quoting all manner 
of scripture. But the only thing that will cause your name to be in the financial plan book is what? So I'm not saying don't pray. You are praying. And I'm not asking you to stop. Apply your fervency in prayer to ensuring that your name is in the book. <laughs> Today I've taken my... I don't mind if I go two steps in this message. That's I can continue next week. I don't mind. So, God says, bring the tithe because, one, it is your proof that you belong to the kingdom financially. All right? Let nobody raise his hand and say, excuse me, are you saying that if you don't pay tithe, you won't go to heaven? That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying God has a plan to make you have your needs met. All right? That's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about salvation plan. Salvation plan has a book called the Lamb's Book of Life. I'm talking about the financial plan. And what will get your name and what will get you to receive of the benefits of God's financial plan is for you to have your name in the financial book of book of life, yes? And then how to get there is through the payment of your tithe. All right. So bringing the tithe is a proof of your belonging to the kingdom. It is also a test of your commitment in it. You must belong first or you won't partake of its provisions and benefits. Now note this. Bring your tithes willingly, not by compulsion, not grudgingly, the scripture says. Bring your tithes willingly or the curses will apply. There are sanctions in this contract. We say a covenant is what? A binding contract between two pastors sealed with the blood of Jesus Christ. Is that not so? A covenant. All right. There are sanctions in this. And when you do not bring the tithe, the curse will apply. Which curse? Malachi chapter 3, verse 9. Because you have robbed me, God says what? You are cursed with a curse. Not you will be cursed. No. The moment you falter, that faltering opens the door of the curses. The moment you refuse, the curse applies. In actual fact, if there is anybody that has the mind to pay but delays, that one, the curse doesn't come in first, but God charges you 20%. Have you finished shouting? You have finished shouting. Leviticus 27, verse 31. Open. Everybody that shouted, open. Leviticus 27, verse 31. Have you seen it? Have you opened it? Have you opened it? If 
a man wants at all, if you don't want the curses to apply, all right, and so you say, God, I forgot. And you quickly package your tithe. Now verse 31. If a man wants at all to redeem any of his tithes, what will happen? What will happen? What is one-fifth? <laughs> what is one-fifth in percentage? What is one-fifth in percentage? Good. So if you are supposed to pay a tithe of 100 and you falter or you delay and you are going to pay later, instead of 100, how much do you pay? Leviticus 27, 31. Don't look at Bishop. Look at Leviticus 27, verse 31. When you do that, then you close the door of the curses. You see why there are so many people in church that are not prospering financially? Because they don't even know this. They are praying. They are praying. They are fasting. They are cleaning the floor. They are visiting the sick. They are pious looking. They are the people that won't hurt a fly. And yet they are poor. You know, if you are one of them, you confuse so many people. You confuse so many people because of your, your state. So many people don't want to come to church. I don't want to go to church and be like that, brother. As for prayer, he prays. As for visitation, he visits. As for fasting, he fasts. As for tongue game, forget. He can tongue himself out of tongue. But when it comes to the getter, the kudi kudi, no day. Because of that, he is not able to marry. He's not attractive to any sister. He's not. He's tonguing. He's quoting Bible. But he's not attractive to any sister. He has left beard, not because he wants to keep beard. Because he not get blade. I'm not saying everybody wearing beard here doesn't have blade. Is that what I said? Why are you carrying my mind to that place? Why, 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 why are you carrying it? <laughs> Money is a defense. So if you want to avoid the curses automatically applying, then what you need to do is to redeem your tithe and add the fifth part, the 20% onto it. So if June ending, you are supposed to pay tithe of 100, but because of whatever reason you give, July ending, you are ready to pay June ending, then you go and pay 100 plus 20. Otherwise, the curse has been activated. <laughs> hmm. What is the curse? Proverbs chapter 6, verse 30. Now listen carefully. Listen carefully. The first word in verse 30 is what? The first word in verse 30, Proverbs chapter 6, verse 30, is what? Is what? People. People. If you have a Bible and it's your own and you can mark it, people after people put into bracket, not God. Not God. Because people 
may have a way of reasoning, but it may be totally different from a way God reasons. So, Proverbs chapter 6, verse 30. People do not despise a thief if he steals to satisfy himself when he is starving. People will have mercy. If because of hunger you eat of your tithe, what will happen? People will not despise you. Who will not despise you? People will have a reason to stand on, to agree with you. Oh yeah, brother, I understand. Uh, after all, if you die, how will you pay the tithe? So people will not despise. Did it say God will not despise? <laughs> God na fearful one. Oh. God na fearful God. It is people that will not despise. <laughs> Read verse 31. Read verse 31. Have you read? <laughs> read, that. read 31. Are you reading with me? Yet, when he is will you not pay tight and God will not see? Uh, answer me. Will you not pay tight and God will not see? God will, God will see. So verse one, 31 will apply. Yet, when he is found, what must happen? He must restore sevenfold. Help me say A more. It's better to say A now and be corrected than to go and suffer at seven. You know what that means? Anytime you dodge paying the tithe of 100 CDs into the house of God, you will pay 700 CDs outside somewhere. Your neck will pain you. Your jonku will pain you. you somewhere you, you will pay 700. God is God. And you pay all. You go to the herbalist. Bring 500. <laughs> and then you count 500. Uh, Proverbs chapter 6 verse 31 says what? Yet... If he is found, he must restore the tithe seven times over. Untia. Proverbs chapter 6, verse 31. Yet, when he is found, he must restore sevenfold. Now, in case you don't have the 700, you know what he says? He may have to give... <laughs> he may have to give up all the substance of his house. Eh, I don't have 700. You don't have 700. The place you are staying, they will come and clear everything. Look, some things happen and people wonder what is happening. Instead of getting to know the word of God, they blame witches and wizards. And that makes you fall into the trap of more satanic Places. Branamin shawun kom. Uba frota waterway dear. Sa frota waterway dear. Five million. Ah! He may have to give up all of the substance that he has. Why? Because he refused to bring the tithe 
into the storehouse of God. <laughs> All scripture is given by inspiration of God. All scripture is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction. Over to you. Proverbs chapter 6, verse 30 and 31. People do not despise a thief if he steals to satisfy himself when he is starving. That is what people will always do. If you tell your case to people, they will agree with you. If you tell your case to people, they will agree with you. You know why they will agree with you? Because they are in the same boat. So they will agree with you. But when he is found by God, he must restore how many times? He must restore sevenfold. Actually, he may have to give up all the substance of his house. Now, this is how I want to conclude this part. He said, people may not despise you. But the question is, can you run away from God? Can anybody run away from God? Can you choose not to pay your tithe and God will not see? You know, you get the point. The church office may not see. The bishop may not see. Even the steward, when you break into families, 10, even the steward may not see. But the steward, the bishop, the church office, they, they are all people. They are all what? People. So don't think because nobody is seeing in this place, you are free. You are not free. You there are some people sitting down here laughing. You know? Immediately they reach home, cry. You can't run away from God. So please consider your ways. Now let me give you this scripture that buttresses the fact that you can't run away from God. When God says you have robbed him, he knows you have robbed him. Bishop may not know. But he knows. Second Chronicles chapter 16 and verse 9. Second Chronicles chapter 16 and verse 9. For the eyes of the Lord, not the eyes of people. All right? So here you can write for the eyes of the Lord, and then you put in bracket, not people. The first one was people, not God. But in 2 Chronicles 16, verse 9, for the eyes of the Lord, not people. All right? The eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth. Throughout the whole earth to show himself strong that he can execute what he says he will execute. To show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him. He shows his strength for those who are loyal. But to those that are disloyal, what happens? In this, you have done foolishly. When you rob God, how does God conclude? You have done foolishly. 
Therefore, from now on, what will happen? <laughs> what will happen? Say, God forbid. Just because of 100 cities, I'm going to have war? Do you know how many wars people are fighting? Do you know how many wars in homes? Do you know how many wars in hospitals? Do you know how many wars in the offices? Do you know how many wars are being fought? Just because you are smarter than God. Just because somebody has said to you, it is their soul that are eating the tithe. And so you are having wars. You are having wars. It will not happen to you. Amen. May the hand of the Lord come upon you and cause his glory to shine upon you. The entrance of his word gives light and brings understanding. May your eye of understanding be enlightened in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. May you be counted among those that are financial giants in the kingdom. In the mighty name of Jesus, go forth and prosper. Go forth and shine in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for listening to this sermon by Bishop George Ajuman. We hope you have been blessed. To get more of this podcast, log on to our website, www.winnersghana.org. You can also follow his handle at Bishop George Adjerman on Facebook and SoundCloud. God richly bless you.